Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hear Me See Me podcast is sponsored by Zenoti, the number one cloud software for salons and spas. Because when people feel good, they find their greatness. I am Stuart Roberts, and I'm really excited to introduce my new podcast, Hear Me See Me. It's just over five years ago, I did something that changed my life. What it did, more than I could have ever realised, it helped me. I have met some absolutely amazing people. Some of the people that work in some of these places, many of them are volunteers, but some of them, it is their job. I'd had this idea after being inspired by a guy in America I'd seen cutting hair on the streets and seeing the difference it made to the guys who were there. This is more than a job. This is a calling. Hello, this is Stuart from Hear Me, See Me podcast. And um, today's story is very powerful. It's... uh, a young man called Darren Garwood, uh, and he's got a story about his son, Jackson, and uh, rather than me bang on, I just want to introduce him and let him let him tell you himself. Evening, Darren. How you doing? You all right? Yeah, I'm good. Good, you, good stuff. You're a very important person because you just interrupted me halfway through a Chinese takeaway, so to drag me away from food... <laughs> <laughs> that is no mean feat, sir. <laughs> one. <laughs> I'll have the rest for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> so, can you, uh, yeah, tell me, tell me, tell me about about everything. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a tough one, but I, you know, I use these podcasts a little bit of therapy, really, to get stuff off my chest, and it's quite good. But um, no, um, Jackson, we had Jackson in 2014. He was a nice, you know, nice, healthy young lad, and you know, one years old, coming up to one years old, he was doing everything that one, you know, that age should be doing. He was trying to walk. He was saying, "Mum, Dad," feeding himself. You know, just a normal, happy nine months, ten months, eleven month, eleven month old child. And just after his first birthday, he we see him in his high chair, and he just started p- picking food up with his mouth, and he couldn't move his arms. And was like, "Well, this is this is strange." So um, you know, this is it's not not right. And obviously, as a parent, first time, I was thinking, "God, what is it? Is it a tumor? Is it a growth in his, you know, in his arm or something, or something? You know, the terrible thoughts that you think." And um, yeah, so we took him to our local hospital, and before we knew it, we was transferred to Great Ormond Street. And within a few days, they gave us some news to say that our child um, had a very rare terminal illness called Krabby disease. Only one child a year is born with it in the UK. And they probably wouldn't see his second birthday. So, um, yeah. So it's a bit bit hard to take. Yeah. But that's that's just not a conversation when I hear, is it? No. I I remember, I mean, I have my memories a little bit vague from them, but... I remember being told and I remember just spinning and just ready to, and all I said was, I don't care what it is, as long as you've got something for it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they told, obviously, they told us that, no, they haven't. And yeah, and it's just, it just obviously ripped us apart, you know, no, just it, we crushed, basically. We were just, I remember I just felt the ground and just couldn't, and, you know, but 
I remember I said to my wife, like, I said, I want to I wanna give up. I want to finish it. What's the point? You know, if you can't have kids and teach them everything you know to try and make them a better person than you are, that's the idea, isn't it? And, um, yeah, and uh, she went to me, Jackson needs you. You're his dad. Um, we're all he's got. And he yeah. needs you. Oh, we said, yeah, and she's strong, my wife. She's she's really strong. And um, that, got, that gave me a kick up the backside that I needed because we was in the hospital for a few weeks or about, about 10 days, something like that. And I was just... Obviously, we couldn't sleep together in the same in the same hospital because yeah. we weren't allowed, only one parent. Say so I was in a hostel, and you can imagine worst news of my life on my own in a hostel, <laughs> away from home. It was just you know. But um, anyway, so funny, funny enough, uh, we had a holiday booked <laughs> literally a couple a few days into this, or about ten days into the Great Ormond Street stay when we first found out the news, and we had a holiday. We still went, we literally walked out of Great Ormond Street Hospital and got on the plane and went to Spain. And I really wanted to do it. Obviously, you know, I just, but it was the best thing we'd done because we literally just come over and we just had a good time. But anyway, so after after that, um, we were sitting there one day and Jackson, so so you start seeing Jackson deteriorate now. I mean, we're told he'd only lived till two, he's six, so you can imagine. Um, it's, it's brilliant, but he needs, needs a lot of care. You know, he's, um, he's fed for a tube. He can't see. He can't talk. He can't walk. He can't, can't hold his neck up properly. You know, he struggles to swallow his saliva. You know, and he's in quite a bad. You know, it's not great quality, but it's, but we're doing our best. You know, what we can do to keep him happy. So anyway, um, so this is how quick things sort of deteriorate. I gave him a bottle of milk one night, and. He had it fine. The next morning, he couldn't swallow. Literally, it's it's like that. So, yeah. So, uh, <coughs> excuse. And um, yeah, so we're sitting there one night, and we know it's Jackson getting. Obviously, he's getting poor, more weaker over the time. His signals don't work. It's a neurological disease that uh, don't allow signals to pass properly. And I mean, if I, I was told if I knew everything about it, I'd be in a different job. Do you know, I wouldn't be for the job I'll be doing. I'd be some sort of specialist, something. But yeah, so after seeing Jackson. Obviously, after a couple of years, my wife just said to me one night, I wonder what he dreams of. And I said, well, he doesn't have a great day. You know, we do our best for him. We try and get him to smile. And I said, what about if I make his dreams up for him? And I started writing these. And I didn't even pass English at school. I never tried, really. You know, I was a bit... I was just... But I've always been good with words. And and um, so I started writing these silly stories and about a little boy who has no powers in the day, but at night becomes a superhero. And um, it took off really well. And, you know, it's, the idea is, is to encourage children of all types, you know, whether you've, got, whether you've got any issues or whether you're not, just to go to sleep. And whatever you can't do in the day, do it at night when you can do whatever you want. You know, if, if, and just crack on with it. And just if you can't do it in the day, just <laughs> now I teach myself. I go to bed and go, come on, let's have a really good dream tonight. Let's have a really good dream. I could do with one tonight. And we don't. And I also think that children are growing up too quickly. You know, at sixteen, you must become an adult, and I, I get that. You know, you must grow up. But I've been. I've spoken to um, nurses who say that they have uh, children that come in at five, six year olds suffering from stress. You know, it shouldn't be because of what's put on them you know and um yeah so that's i mean really that's that's the uh that's the story the story's done really well the first book jackson saves a, uh, jackson saves an owl that uh, went to number one in the children's books on amazon and become the 38th book on best book on amazon out of 38 million or something like that only yeah. for a short while oh 
Um, and the idea is with the book as well, it's in to encourage children to dream, but also I've got a daughter as well who's younger than Jackson. And I want to, I mean, everyone to remember Jackson and the best, you know, I've, I've mentioned this before, but the best thing is, um, you know, I want my family to see Jackson in bookshops, you know, his face still there when he's no longer here and just say, there's my brother there, there's my brother, you know, and yeah. that going. And the greatest thing is I've been away because we can't fly with Jackson so I've been to Norfolk for a little break and stuff like that and we've been sitting in the beer garden or somewhere and a lady's come up to us and gone no you're Jackson aren't you I've seen you on the TV you're, uh, and I'm like I, I don't care about whether they know me whether they know Jackson so, yeah and it's just brilliant so it's um, he's become a little celebrity in his own you know so that's, that's what I want is it's um, and you say even going through like the early days, I was, and I keep saying, I was, I was a bit like Ricky Gervais in Afterlife, you know, that miserable as hell. I remember ready to attack a bus driver or something, have a go at a bus driver because he'd done yeah. something. That's not me. And yeah. I remember my wife, her eyes out, and I was just, and I remember looking at this bloke, and I just thought I was known as the person whose son's dying. You know, that's what, oh, look, there's that bloke there, the person whose son's dying, you know, I, obviously yeah. things going on. And I remember seeing this man, I was like, what the what are you looking at? What are you looking at? And and then something weird happened, which changed my view on things. And it was um, someone put a thousand pounds in my son's just given account, and it wasn't the money; it was what they wrote. It was um, you don't know me, I don't know you, but I'm someone that cares. And I was like, well, was that the bloke I swore at today? Was that the person I shouted at? His car got too close to my car, was it? And I just thought, it's not that man's fault just because he can't drive properly. He's rubbish. I'm rubbish at yeah. things. It just don't make me an horrible person. It's just because he's rubbish at driving. And that, if, I honestly think if it wasn't for that, I probably would have, I realised at that point how many people have helping us and how many people have supporting us. And, you know, how can I be horrible when that many people are looking after us? Do you know? I can't, I can't even comprehend what it must be. And when you said, like, you said about that, I don't know, it's a bit, it's a bit numb. I don't know, I don't know, I don't, it's a bit unclear of that first conversation, but a friend of mine, he, he like our, our kids are like uh, late twenties, like because I'm a I'm a I'm a hell of a lot older than you. <laughs> our kids are all late twenties, and and his daughter, they all they all sort of had babies about the same time. His daughter um, has got an illness where she's she's a she's sort of she can't see, she can't speak, she can't stand. Mm-hmm. Um, she can sort of feed herself and that, you know. But yeah. I remember him saying to me once, uh, because she started there again, she was just, they thought she was okay. Um, and then something, I, I think she just wouldn't stop crying. I think it was just, you know, and mm-hmm. then it, it went to doctor, then Ormond Street again. Yeah. And you may have ended up in the same cafe. He said that what they, they just said to him, look, she's never going to see, she's never going to do, she's never going to do anything. Mm. And, 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 he said that him and uh, him and his wife they just went across the road and it was a normal. They just went over to the calf, <laughs> and they said that it was just they didn't know what to say to each other and they was just eating breakfast and just like oh, yeah. I know I know the calf as well. It's nice food in there when you can yeah. eat. I'm, <laughs> I'm, and I get bad news. I won't eat for about three four days. I lock myself up. I don't think I, I really don't look after myself and I just sort of go down and then yeah. I make sure. All right, first, and then look after myself. And when I go to eat, it's like chalk, and I don't want to, you know. It's just, oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it is. It is it's it's 
I can't, you know, I can't put it into words. It's obviously the most horrifying time you can ever imagine. And yeah. it's, but I don't look at, you know, I look at Jackson now and think that I just want to do everything to make your days happy. You know, you don't have a great, a great day. You don't, you know, as long as he's getting cuddles and he's on our lap, but obviously I've got to go to work. I've got other children. Yeah. After, so he's not getting. I mean, he's being looked after, obviously, but he would love to be on your lap twenty four hours a day. Yeah. When I get home from work, I only see him for a couple of hours. When I get home from work, and I just give him cuddles and do my silly stories, and you know, and um, yeah, and it's it is. It's uh, yeah. It, we felt that when you said about your friends, um, we felt that as well. When we we felt that we were told by Great Ormond Street, and it probably weren't the case. It was just that I was so in a different zone world or whatever but I felt like they said your son's going to die your son's going to live to two he's going to die see you later and that was what it felt like and we were just I honestly think well I know I was in a daze for a good couple of years to be honest because I remember I went back to work and I accidentally drove I was supposed to go to Saffron Wall no I was supposed to go to Stansted and I drove to Newmarket instead so I don't know how I got there <laughs> and you know like it must have just been yeah. I don't know, but yeah. So the, I mean, still on the books. I'm so proud of them. The books. I'm proud of. Obviously, I'm proud of Jackson. He's the strongest person I know. I'm proud of the books for what I, you know. I didn't expect him to do this well, but I'm proud because I like sharing the story about Jackson, and that's what you do. Yeah. The, they're called Jackson Superhero, if I've not mentioned it, and it's <laughs> Jackson saves now. We've got another one called Jackson Solution to Pollution. That um, that basically is. I try and use nice stories. I try and use words that he likes. I like obviously he likes hearing his name. We still get little smiles out of him. And right. um, so Jackson Solution Pollution is just like um, it's a friendly story about he flies over a desert island. It's full of rubbish. And it's trying to get kids to look after the the country yeah. we you know well, we live in. It's supposed to be we're the only ones that can look after it properly. And you know, it's trying to start young. And it's just a nice friendly message. And the next story, the one that's just recently come out. I got um, a blurb from Russell Brand for the back of the book. Uh, got one from uh, Claire Friedman. She's the author of Aiden's Love Underpants. Oh, um, um, yeah, and um, Rich Wilson, another comedian. Yeah, one from yeah. my, well, um, says um, I love Jaxie superhero more than smoked salmon. So that's <laughs> that. <laughs> he said that. So I said, yeah, all right, that's fair enough. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's a friendly, it's another good, funny story. It's Jackson Saves the Moon. It's, he looks, he's trying to get kids when they're locked up, especially in this day and age. Look out the window, the moon's shining. It means everyone's having fun. If it's a dull moon, it means you need to have more fun and try and get kids to... Get it, get it brighter. Yeah, the, well, it's the yeah. world's biggest power by fun. So it's... <laughs> Brilliant. So, yeah, so it's um, it's just enough little friendly story. I got a, should have another one coming out around about June time, and it's yeah. Jackson... Jurassic Jackson or something like that. I haven't got a name for it yet, but um, yeah. if I'm getting to smile, then it's a good book, I think. And then we go from there. Let's get it out there. If, what's interesting? So, so what is your what, what's your job? What is your trade? I'm a clerk of works. You what? Sorry, I didn't you cut clerk out. Of work. So um, basically, someone that makes sure someone does their work right to the standards that it's supposed to be done to. Put <laughs> so, your class. Yeah, pretty much. I hate it. <laughs> I used to be the one doing the work, and now I'm the one. And it's horrible. I've seen the other ones up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically, yes, um, I work for Essex Highway, so any new development being built, housing development, it's built to a certain standard, to Essex Highway standard, basically. 
and yeah. that's what I do. Yeah, but also yeah. The, the contrast is is that say like on the surface, someone would think that's very like um uh you know a very un uncreative job. It's a very uh like orthodox job. Yeah. So from this from this tragic 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 situation has brought out this creativity in yeah. you that, that would you have ever known it was in there? Definitely not. Definitely not. I always thought in the back of my head, I'm always I'm good at countdown. Do you know? So I always you know like I know how words are supposed to end and supposed to start. If I could see a load of letters, I so I was always good at rhyming, so messing around, doing. But I'm not good at singing, so I never thought about doing you know rapping like that. Yeah. But not. A, I never thought, no, I just didn't have a clue. I just thought I'd, I'd write silly stories or mess around with, you know, change words to songs to wind my wife up, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. I just started doing these stories and it was just, it just. I remember the first book, the first two books uh, got published. Um, and yeah, I was, I was chuffed, absolutely chuffed. I got some people interested in America in America for to take the rights on for the story at the moment, but yeah. it's sort of, and it's a tough one because it's sort of like I'm handing my son over. Do you know if I... Oh, yeah. I mean? yeah. It's a story that I've created about... If it was about a super pig that I was going to do, you know, yeah. I don't... But it's not... It's about my son and I just... It's really damaging me at the moment because I don't yeah. want to do it. Yeah. Uh, I know it would be... A, it's probably a good move to do it, but I don't want to, so... Yeah, I can. I can get that. Mm. Um, so, so it's obviously like an illustrated book. That's yeah. the illustration. So, a friend. So, what it was, I've known this guy since I was about. I'm 39, and I've known this guy since I was about, I don't know, 15, maybe 18, something like that. And he's a guy I used to work with, a you know, local bloke. And I knew he used to um, do illustrations and artwork for schools and special needs centres and stuff like that and um, so I just asked him to do it and he said yeah whatever you, whatever we do we do you know and the first idea was just to get um, his name's Carl Osborne by the way I better drop yeah. that in because he's going to get yeah, tell uh, yeah. Um, and um, yeah it, it, we, we just thought we'd staple it together and just get a book for Jackson that was and then in that time I accidentally I, um, I sent off his stuff to the publishers to a publisher and then they come back and said yeah we want to do it and I said oh by the way I've got your publishing deal for the and that was for the first two books really but, um, so I've self-published this the third book because um, the, uh, the publishers we were with um, shut down due to Covid so uh, or two other you know not probably not due to Covid but they probably had to concentrate on one of their many businesses <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah so it- so, and is there is there a charity to raise money for the 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 condition that Jackson's got? Yeah, there is a there's a charity foundation called Crabby UK, um, and obviously there's not many families in it because it's such a rare disease, and yeah. the kids that get it don't tend to last as long as Jackson. You know, you have some good you know, good outcomes, three, four, but you know, but generally before two. Um, yeah, and there's. There's no not much treatment for crabbies, you know. It's more just um, comfortable chairs and stuff like that, you know. Um, we do we do organic, free range, dairy free, sugar free diet for him. We have done for the last four years. Mm. Um, us fed meat, um, and we use CBD oil, and we use a hyperbaric oxygen chamber every other day, which we bought in our place. So. Right. Um, which um, is breathing oxygen under pressure, which in, I think it um, helps with the red blood cells to reproduce nerves and um, and 
move, you know, improve your body basically. Yeah. So it's, well, it's, it's got to be good. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, you're going to do anything that that you think's right, aren't you? You know, um, but exactly, then yeah, everything comes at a cost, doesn't it? So, you know, it's it's it, these things need to be paid for. And that's that's the thing. I mean, I have to thank absolutely everyone that has helped us and done, mm. you know, and supported. Because I I done a charity walk. I walked from what was it Gravesend to Canterbury for that. <laughs> so I managed to and back again. Um, done the talking way because we managed to raise about ten grand, which was amazing. You know, like and where we got the chamber. So yeah, yeah. I mean, we weren't able to do it without everyone else, and that's what I mean. I can't be miserable person no more. I've got a lot, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I've got, you know, and I want to be happy as well, do you know? Yeah. You know, yeah, so we have a just giving for Jackson because, you know, Jackson's, like I said, I've always said that, you know, money, I could win the lottery tomorrow and it won't change me. I could I'd probably, I remember the day, I always used to buy the lottery religiously, but the day Jackson was in hospital when he got diagnosed, I thought to myself, exactly, I'd buy a lottery and I thought, it's not going to change my life. The lottery is not going to change my life. I could win 8 million, I could win 20 million. It's, my son is still like that. So, you know, money don't, impress me or you know I don't need a nice car I don't have I don't need a nice TV it would be you know it would be nice but I don't need it and only until I need something for Jackson or someone in my family money then becomes important I've I don't you know it's not I'm one of these people if I if we were if I'm poor I'd like to be poor with everyone if I'm rich I want to be rich everyone to be rich with me because what's the point of being rich on your own and no one else can enjoy it no precisely I don't see the point of that. So, you know, but yeah, so a lot of um, money goes towards Jackson and obviously supporting Jackson and, and yeah, cool. just keeping him happy, really. So, yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, obviously, like when the when this podcast goes out again, we'll put every every link that we've got for it that you, you know, give me all the links, we'll put everything on there. Um, no. You know, and that's the thing about it, isn't it? It's, it's not the most at the upfront it's not the most upfront illness that people are going to have heard of so uh, it's almost like it doesn't seem right but it's almost like a queue and the least known you are the further down the queue you are it is I mean we were told by the I think it was the head of neurology at Great Ormond Street that it was her third case in 25 years so uh, you know when we go when we have took Jackson to the hospital, uh, a local one, and we say he's got Crabbe disease, they don't know what it is. We managed to speak to one person in there who knew what it was, and they said, honestly, it was only because they had an interest in neurological diseases that they learned for about 30 minutes on it on medical school in about six years. So, do you know, it's, yeah, it's it's that rare. But, you know, one old a year, it's not going to be. But, yeah, so... um, yeah, that's that's about it. I get a bit washed out. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, I mean, the the thing is, the important thing is, so um, is for everyone to get behind the the books. You know, like I know what my granddaughter's going to be getting in a Christmas present now. <laughs> She's going to get Jackson superhero books delivered, um, and then people have got the Just Giving page as well. Um, yeah, and oh, then, so right. it's just doing as much as that as we can. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Um, I've got a. Um, I'm just trying to think. Well, yeah, um, I've got a website now. It's JacksonSuperhero.com, and you can get the books off there. And is there? Oh, yeah, they're actually available in Amazon. This is the amazing thing. They've gone to Waterstones and W. H. Smiths, yeah. and uh, fingers crossed, Morrison's going to be taking them on as well. So yeah. I mean, it, it's 
that, that, that's the, that's the thing. I, I just want him out there. I want everyone to know. Yeah, you want everyone to know Jackson. Jackson Superhero, yeah, he's doing yeah. and Jackson, obviously mainly. And the greatest thing is, is that you know I want, I want the, it, what I found difficult was when when I was reading books to Jackson, and as a parent, reading any book to a, to a child that you know won't be able to do anything the character in the book's doing is really hurtful, and it actually makes you upset because you're reading this story to them and you know they won't be able to do it. So. That's what made me come up with the superhero because we can all do what we want in the in our dreams, yeah. and it helps think as a parent knowing that they kid can still do that stuff. Yeah, do you know that you wouldn't have been able to do, read, you know, with just reading a normal book to them. Yeah. So it's, I think that's another reason. And I've been, I've been told as well. It's probably when I don't do, and I'm not busy with Jackson superhero and Jackson. It's creative release I get a little bit upset and a bit depressed when I'm not doing something so keeping me busy doing this you know yeah. I look after a little sing song through the day and yeah. you know we just and when he's asleep I'm a little bit lost all I've done is I've been awake and sort of on edge for the last six years when he goes and sleep, I've got his sensor next to me so I can hear everything he's doing but it feels like I'm not doing enough so I feel like I have to start doing stuff with the do you know yeah. <laughs> And do stuff for him because he's not going to be here forever and he should you know I'd swap my 39 years tomorrow or today you know now of course you would you, uh, how do you how do you protect yourself down how, how do you how do you look after yourself uh yeah um <laughs> I can <laughs> it's not brilliant I'd say I, I mean the my wife is one of these people that when they're obviously with Jackson we can't go abroad we can't have we have family holidays but we can't be away too long she needs his chamber um, and obviously we don't relax so when my, when we want to go away my wife will go away on her own with friends and I'll go away with my friends so we have a three day break somewhere each and go from there but no it's um, no it, I mean my if I was going to relax for one day it doesn't do me no favours though because I'd probably go down to the pub get drunk and watch the football come in Mm. And then feel absolutely wafty the next day. Yeah. And have to deal with. So it don't help me, but I do do that as my release. I'll probably have a beer yeah. or I'll go fishing or something like that. But I then I tend to have a beer at fishing. So, so, but I, I don't drink through the week. I don't drink indoors. I'm a social drinker. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, I, and my wife, she'll go to a spa where I can't sit still. I'm, a, I'm one of these. Yeah. I've always been a person I like to talk to people even on holiday I'm one of them annoying people where are you from what thought we told you yeah. <laughs> it's from Essex I'm from Essex we must yeah. be mates <laughs> you uh, so I mean fishing would be a good one I mean I like fishing I go down to the uh, the, do the, uh, the river to fishing like um, sea fishing and uh, we normally take yeah. a little bar down there have a, have a couple of beers and then if, yeah. whatever we can because <laughs> that's that's like yeah that, that's that's a real I mean we we go fishing off of uh, off a boat uh, um, uh, Mersey Island you know and it's just if it, it gets your head cleans your cleans your head out doesn't it yeah absolutely it does really does but um, I, what I've learned is I'm not very good on boats so yeah. I don't uh, I spent twelve hours with me head in a bucket once no it's probably about eight hours. <laughs> My father-in-law went, look at this, look at this dogfish you caught. It's a big one. I don't care for yeah, that, yeah. yeah, I've done that. I've done that. It's not fun, is it? Fun. That ain't fun, no. That, that bit ain't fun. I'm a fair weather fisherman. I'll go out when it's sunny and calm. Yeah. <laughs> you can keep your November fishing day trips. 
<laughs> well, Darren, look, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Um, I, I just want to, I just want to uh, tell you what you know, I, I, how much I admire you. To, to because you could, you know, people do they don't get through this stuff. They don't cope with it in the way that you've both coped with it. And um, you probably don't like praise, but you, you know, it's a it's a great thing you're doing because you're not only helping. Jackson, you're helping yourself, you're helping your family, but you're helping an awful lot of other people out there. You know, so. who, you know, because I can relate to it, and I'll, I'm going to be telling my mate all about. I'm going to oh fucking hell, I'm going there. I'm going to I'm going to tell me <laughs> tell me mate all about because like Gracie, like you know the fault if for him to then think that and then to think what she can be doing when she's you know it's a, just a, such a wonderful healing idea. So for, for that, mate, I, I really congratulate you. And I was, I'm going to do everything I can. I'll, I'll, I'll shout from the rooftops, you know, and um, we'll put all the links on. We'll share the hell out of it. And, um, you know, fair, fair, fair play to you. Pleasure Thanks, to meet mate. You, I appreciate that, honestly. No, it's, um, yeah, no, I really do, because it, it's, it's, it keeps me going, to be fair. It, it keeps me going. I mean, I've got a little daughter. She's a little ray of light. Yeah. But... You can look around and see Jackson, and he's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Kiss him, I love him, and he's absolutely beautiful. But you then see his problems, yeah. and you, and then this is the only thing I can do for him apart from cuddling him. You know, I've got, I want to get him out there. You know, and um, we haven't had much luck in the last year or so. We had a um, we had a daughter. She was due on the third of December this year, the last sorry, last year, but she passed away during childbirth in birth. Sorry, and um, right, uh, yeah. Um, well, just before, just before birth, sorry. And, um, yeah, so we had to have a funeral for her and it's been really hard, you know. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's nice to have a little bit of, again, it was something to, not that we got over that, but we dealt, tried to deal with it while we're still dealing with Jackson. And it was, yeah. it was, yeah, it's a real big kick in the teeth and knocked yeah. us down. But we're sort of picking ourselves back up and it's nice to concentrate on Jackson and it's yeah. just, yeah, and I appreciate everyone's help helping us out and getting Jackson out there and just yeah, no, appreciate it. Well, you you know you've you've all got each other. Um, yeah, you're going the right way. Um, you're healing healing yourselves. And you're healing a lot of people. So um, cheers. Uh, keep in touch, mate, um, and uh, I'll let you know as soon as it's going out, and we'll 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 push all the links out as well. No, thanks, Stuart. Cheers, mate. Thanks. You're very welcome. Have a great evening. Yeah, I will do. Cheers. Okay. Let's see if the Chinese is still warm. <laughs> Just over five years ago, I did something that changed my life. What it did, more than I could have ever realised, it helped me. I have met some absolutely amazing people, some of the people that work in some of these places. Many of them are volunteers, but some of them, it is their job. This is more than a job, this is a calling.